0: And I'm freaking out, like, nothing's happening. Why can't they hear us? Why can't they hear us? Why couldn't they hear us, Mr. Skullhead? Uh, because you have to push a button to talk and lock that button down. Oh, okay. But you know what we got here? Um, in stately Jake Manor, we got Jake and Mr. Skullhead doing 10 dozen minutes of post-con chill here tonight and this evening.
1: It is pretty chill. I, uh, I'm getting a whole other perspective on this. You're, you're in my chair in the Advice Hot Dog Studio, and the chair that I usually sit in when we do the Monday show, but we don't get to gaze into each other's eyes. Not nearly the way that we are now.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm doing it now. Extra, extra piercing, just to be the, creepy. You
0: got the bedroom eyes.
1: Uh, I do. Uh, they, they, when they sold me this house, they pretended this was a bedroom. Really? Yeah. They, they described it as a four-bedroom house, and this was the bedroom that they counted, even though it does not actually, it's not actually. There's no door from here that leads to the rest of the house, and there's no right. closet, so they weren't allowed to actually say that. Yeah,
0: I thought that if it, if you didn't have a closet, then it wasn't a bedroom.
1: what else are you going to come out of?
0: Yeah, I guess the 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 giant built-in over here is kind of a closet.
1: Yeah, it's a closet for your guns.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, maybe they just intended crazy survivalists who have no. no clothes and only guns. Yeah, this is like a like a here.
1: like a tent. You know, and see you could live here. Mm-hmm. You live in this thing. It keeps the rain off. Keeps the raiders out.
0: Keeps the termites and in. scorpions from eating you. Yeah. <clears throat> I see you got uh, just looking at all of your Lego masterpieces.
1: Well, yeah. When's the last time you were in this room?
0: No, never. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I've I've gone through the Lego Museum, oh. even when I've been in.
1: I haven't even I haven't put anything... Well, I guess I put together that uh, Lambda-class T4A shuttle this year, but it's slowed down. I've got still got a bunch that I haven't put together yet in a big pile over there. But, I uh, think
0: my wife may have done a dangerous thing. For my birthday, she had Ollie pick me out one of the Harry Potter sets. Just uh, one of the little ones. <clears throat> so it was a thing that had like 60 pieces in it. Right. But... Over the next hour, it's like, oh, it's a minifig of Lucius Malfoy, and Hmm. he's a Death Eater, too. And, oh, I just put together all this, Follow the instructions, and it looks like a little tiny piece of Hogwarts. Somebody give me one of those uh, (laughs) 1,500-piece, like, give me the night bus in full scale. Is that a,
1: can you, like, manage to keep that away from your kid, do you think? I mean,
0: apparently not.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like, it seems like that'd be a danger, like, sort of like, trying to put a jigsaw together, jigsaw puzzle together in a room full of cats. Right. Or, you know, trying to use a jigsaw to cut up a room full
0: of cats. Or a little less noisy. here. Oh. Uh How was your con, Mr. Skullhead? It was pretty fantastic. I felt. There was, uh, well, let's see. Thursday night skating uh, was apparently way better at skating than I remembered. Oh, yeah? or had better skates that enabled me to actually skate in a straight line. Mm-hmm. That was pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, it was it was weird like after not roller skating for years and then doing it exactly once a year for the last 2 years, I felt pretty comfortable. I I didn't have any of that like, uh-oh, how the fuck do I even get onto the floor? I mean, well, oh, getting uh, to the floor a, is fairly easy. A place
0: to stay. <laughs> the problem is getting your booty on the bus now. Make Or whatever, day? yeah, get your booty on the floor tonight. Make oh, for yeah, tonight! I was forget a... get your booty on the bus now, making my day. Huh. I I thought it was a song about public transportation. Yeah,
1: it was, or, or or catcalling ladies from inside the safety and comfort <laughs> of, 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 a public, of a bus.
0: Boy, if ever you were gonna hit on a girl, from a bus is the way to do it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, skating was fun. It it was, uh, you know, it was, it was similarly, uh, low, low attendance, you know, it's not, it's not like the biggest thing or even not the smallest thing that we do at Con. Uh, but I think, uh, as, as in previous years, like there were, uh, there were like pretty much exactly enough people for that to not cost us anything.
0: It was an enthusiastic, what, no, 25, 30 people? Yeah, 25,
1: 30 people probably. Yeah. It was all right. It was all right. Did a little bit of skating. The unlimited free pizza. Yeah. Um. Hot Stuff and I ate 10 slices of pizza each. They were we, fairly small slices.
0: We took it home and um, were able to regret at our leisure nice. eating a whole bunch more of that pizza. You know, was, There's nothing wrong with it, but any, you know, in excess.
1: Oh, I mean, it is definitely skating rink pizza. <laughs> so right. Sort of.
0: It was super cool that he let us just put on whatever music we wanted. Yeah,
1: so yeah. I've
0: never skated to mountain goats before.
1: They kept swapping back and forth between what we had in there and what, because it was like, all right, so he must have Hot Stuff's phone now because there's just a song from the Garden State soundtrack, but now they're playing uh, Evanescence, which I'm pretty sure is <laughs> not on any of our iPods. That's why Kevin was skating
0: around going, Wake me up! Okay, wake up!
1: Uh, then we, we got out there and uh, skated in some circles to the Ghostbusters theme. That was, yeah, that was, that pretty, was pretty exciting. Excellent. You got him to play Anna Ng. We tried to do the Anna Ng dance on skates, which <laughs> is a little harder in that it involves some stomping.
0: Yeah, the only time that I actually just ate shit was during the Macarena, where I was being clever and doing a little hop at the end of every aight, and uh, one of the aights, it was somewhat less than aight. Right. Didn't go aight at all. No serious injuries, though, for anybody. That's good. uh, Friday night was just the tits. Yeah. That was awesome.
1: Casino night. That was a good idea you had, Mr. Skullhead, and man, those dealers were great. They were so fun. Yeah. Sat around a craps table, learned to bet on craps. Uh Meat Tea was there and she was she was like an engineer and was all about actually figuring out the odds and understanding how to bet on craps and was just so <laughs> angry at me and Nightmare and the fact that our sort of decision to deliberately make the worst possible bets under every set of <laughs> circumstances kept paying off. He was just like, Everything on four, everything on four and so many times it would come up and just he quadrupled his money in like
0: It's gotta be hard for somebody who doesn't want gambling to be a thing <laughs> so like if you play this system correctly then you should be rewarded and if you don't you should be punished right but i did watch adam uh, at the blackjack table just he was up he had like tripled his chips yeah and was playing multiple hands at a time and right then towards the end of it he just decided to piss it all away and started playing really shitty and lost it all mm. it was weird just like steadily going up While mine just kind of slowly dwindled, I lost most of my initial chip loadout in a single hand of poker to Savin.
1: Huh,
0: and he had nothing. He just bluffed me out. Oh yeah, up to like three hundred, and then dropped me like a like a stone.
1: I stayed away from poker entirely like i didn't play in in uh, keldar's tournament this year like i normally like every time i play like i'm like oh yeah texas hold'em tournament i'll get in that and then i just fucking lose all my lose all my fake money and then i'm just like eh, <laughs> whatever because it's not a game about playing poker it's a game about lying and i yeah. just i just can't do it i cannot i cannot bring myself to it, it, only the only times i win at poker are
0: when <laughs> I actually have a really good hand, and that almost never happens, right? Like, yeah, that's not the way that you. Yeah, I can't do it either. I'm not very good at bluffing and reading tells, and yeah.
1: But I, uh, I, I had fun at the craps table. The the craps dealers were just super enthusiastic and got everybody yelling, and I, I think just were trying to trying to increase the mood levels in the in the room I, in general. I, I kind of want to go to Vegas and play some craps. Yeah yeah it's a it was the most like fun and social gambling experience I'd ever had. And now that I sort of understand the betting, it I always imagined that playing craps was a good way to lose all of your money really quickly, whereas blackjack I think of as a way to lose all your money pretty slowly. yeah, but you can bet fairly conservatively in craps and the games last a really long time if the huh. you know if the dice are are normal and it's
0: I guess I still don't know anything about craps. I did a whole lot of blackjacking. That was about it. the The craps table was pretty well attended,
1: and the roulette table seemed to be packed. And yeah, I roulette man. I just it is impossible for me to not like with craps. At least I I know, and I could figure out the distribution of two d six, right? Yeah. And I could see, like, all right, well, okay, so this pays ten to one because it is like twelve to one that it won't come up, Mm. right? And that's you know that's why these odds are. But it is so much easier for me to solve for that with roulette. And it's like, all right, so bet on red, it pays two to one. Oh, oh, we've got a 50-50 chance. Oh, nope, except there's those two squares that are neither red nor black. So it's like all of these odds are just barely weighted in favor of the casino. And so it's yeah. like, I just can't,
0: knowing it flat out, I just can't do it. I mean, it. It's just a fancy RNG. Yeah. So like, it's pretty, it's fun to watch it spin, but yeah, there's no strategy involved. No. Um, I, just, I think the only thing that the casino night was missing was a little music in the background. Mm-hmm. We should uh, you know, plug in somebody's phone or something.
1: Pump some oxygen in to mm-hmm. keep people gambling more.
0: We could have uh, the mini-bosses could like get in tuxedos and shit. And we could do the jazzy bosses. That would be fun. I could do the jazzy bosses on that. Uh do they do like an acoustic-ish thing or do they still plug in for jazzy bosses?
1: they it was acoustic for wow. for yeah, yeah, Matt got the brushes out. I, I asked him about that. I was like, you should do that for Khan. You should just play during the day if you if you don't want to do the the nighttime show. And he was like, you know, it's like if you have a party at your house, we would come do jazzy bosses there, but like nobody feels like doing it out in a big space. Huh. And I don't know why. Like it seems like you know it seems like they'd be excited about changing it up and stuff, but it's just, it was like, that's really more of a house party kind of thing. I'm like, uh-huh. oh, okay, if you want to do that at my house, that's cool.
0: <laughs> well, this is our house party. We're—I mean, Someone can just move into the yeah. performance space. like yep. Come to Nightmare's house and play this house party. We need to buy a
1: Bed, Bath & Beyond. That's what I've decided. Yep. Our future is the acquisition of a Bed, Bath & Beyond. There's a lot of them. Filled with all of the stuff that they sell still. Because yeah. that's what happens, right? If it goes out of business, you're like, I'll take it. You're like, 50 bucks. And then you get everything at Bed Bath & Beyond and yeah. you get to live there.
0: All those buildings just have everything still in them. Yeah. So you could just use like a different towel every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> It'd be awesome.
1: I mean, with me, I would I only need like one towel a month because that's all the more often I shower. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Although I do sometimes use a towel to just wipe
0: the crust off of my body. In lieu of a shower. That's what you I could do. become a human magnet. Crack.com just taught me that the people who like stick things to their skin because they have mysterious magnetic powers in their skull really just don't bathe frequently and just get kind of covered in a sticky mess. Oh, neat. So they're just, you're just watching people stick things into their face grease.
1: That sounds pretty good.
0: Like like the levitating spoon
1: trick. Yeah. Oh, man. I was excited when you showed up at my house, you brought in a package from Amazon, and I was like, ooh, box from Amazon, that means something exciting is here, and it was Mm -hmm. six sticks of deodorant.
0: Yeah. Six sticks. Stick six? Six six.
1: sticks. Stick six sticks on your pit stink.
0: Right. Uh, So Friday was the night that we went to the after party. I didn't go to the after party. Yeah, I mean, we, like, me and uh, Jess and Adam. Sure. And David. Hope you had fun without me. Little Clackling, Clackling yeah. came out for Con the first Clackling time. Clackling Was excellent. It was fun. He became uh, Adam's little nerd bro protege.
1: Protege. A little
0: protege. Yeah.
1: Little bro yeah. peep.
0: Yep. By the end of it, he was uh, he was starting to talk smack back to Adam. That was and, good. Uh, actually, went for like a face smack on Adam, and I just looked at him like, Adam, please do not smack Clackling. Please don't <laughs> punch him if he hits you. And he's like, No, no, this is the last part of his training. <laughs>
1: He uh he he apparently got up the nerve uh, to just swat a cigar out of my mouth, saying that's bad for you, and cover me with burning embers and gave me <laughs> you know, a little blister on my thumb from that. But he'd been drinking a lot, so I can forgive it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a hell of a drinking night. Fortunately, that, that was a karaoke night.
1: Oh yeah, that was Sunday night. So we 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 haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, no, spoiler right. alert. So then Saturday, uh, w- well, what was your after party like on Friday?
0: That was great. There was uh. A saltwater pool with a slide at the house that we were we went to.
1: Saltwater pools, you float in higher. It's, you ship high in transit?
0: You do. And you, you fornicate in them. under the consent the the of the king. Yeah. Fortunately there was no fornicating in the pool. Good. There was only one person swimming around naked. Oh, okay. I felt slightly cheated. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I'm one of the few who celebrates the, the nude arts. Uh-huh. The
1: uh Oh, do we get new darts for the LARP?
0: Speaking of which. <laughs>
1: yep. The old darts are getting kinda shitty.
0: We uh I made the wise decision of stopping drinking when I got to the party okay just like had a shot and then just hung out until four thirty like hanging out in the pool, floating around with MC front a lot yeah, tossing around women
1: did they all float down there
0: We we all floated on okay
1: uh yeah i i uh, I was trying to maintain my well I was trying to do uh i want I, I need to update the sign that is like it used to say one cons since the last hangover. Huh. And now I can make two cons since the last hangover.
0: Now it'll be grammatically correct.
1: Yep. Well, the S was in parentheses, so it was a cheat. A grammar was cheat. Was it in
0: a matched set of parentheses? Because I hear <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a struggle. Uh,
1: yeah, so yeah, I didn't go to any after parties at all. I, I pretty much, like, as soon as I could get free from every night, I just went home and went to bed. <laughs> but it's okay. I heard stories. You didn't go to any of the board gaming parties
0: no, or the um, meal gaming parties? Saturday after, our, after the concert, I was supposed to go to a party, and while I was waiting for the address for the party to come in on the phone, I had a, just kind of resting in bed, and that turned into like, there is no force on earth that will pry me from this bed. Mm-hmm. We can talk about Saturday, Saturday afternoon. We rolled up a little bit late Saturday afternoon.
1: Saturday got started very easily because uh, having having the venue overnight just meant we had to do so much less setup during the day. My mom got into town like ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. We got over there. We set up the merch table. Did a did a brisk trade and uh, con items from this year and a decent trade in the one from last year. And I think that we broke even, nice. or maybe actually. Failed to lose like a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars on con this year, so that's nice. That is like just a thing to like. It, it, it. It's always weird because it's like, oh, this was a ton of fun, and it sucks to have this like little voice and saying, Yeah, he spent tens of thousands of dollars on this. I hope it was worth it." Huh. It's like it was. Voice, you shut up, you jerk.
0: You shut your whore I'm gonna, mouth.
1: I'm gonna poke you with a Q-tip. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, so my mom sold some merches all day. We we got rid of some of those misprinted Bone Star shirts. I think we sold almost all of those actually, so that was yeah. good because those were just those were just wasted money sitting in a box. Yeah. So, a uh, few people got to get those. We uh, comparatively few people pre-ordered the con shirt, but then after they saw the con right. shirt, a lot more people wanted to order them. So we ended up having to take down names and. We're going to have to deal with getting a hold of people to get addresses and stuff to do another run of those, because
0: that was pretty good. The trick, turns out, let Hot Stuff design the concert. I don't think so. I think it's just a theme that is undeniable. Yeah, it is. Anything 8-bit is just a license to print money with people who are 20 and 30.
1: That's true. They've decided uh, that they're giving me an art deadline next year such that they can get the design in the store so that people will know whether or not they want to buy it. And not get there and regret not having pre-ordered it. to huh. so actually show them what the design is going to look like. Which I don't know. No, we don't want to.
0: I don't want you to feel bad if they're like that. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, I'm not going to
1: feel that. I don't. My my expectation is always like no one is ever going to buy or like anything that I do. Right. So it's like, see, I fucking told you guys. I told you we put this. We we threw this party and nobody came to our stupid party.
0: Yeah. Well, next year it's just going to be KOL nine pins. So usually... okay. Awesome. bowling pens and What are jokes favorite. about
1: nine? That's gonna.
0: It gets harder. As you we get just further a, and further into numbers. We just do KOLCON nine and put a swastika on it. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Nine and that, or or just
1: like a like a star of David with a circle and a slash. <laughs> right. Nine. No ju- KOLCON nine. No Jews allowed. Uh, what phrases have nine in them? A stitch in time Save saves KOLCON KOL nine. nine. <laughs> All right. And we'll do, like, a needle and thread on the design. That'll be great. So we had had the Joe's Real Barbecue that can't be beat, despite your uh, contention that it can indeed be beat by any other barbecue.
0: Yeah, uh, we went to Liberty Market for breakfast. No, did you? Like a late breakfast, and so I arrived already stuffed.
1: I have a whole flat of their beans in my refrigerator downstairs. Hmm. I'm going to take you out for sushi dinner anyway. but. Man, I should get some more, uh, I, I realized this, I don't know how this keeps getting worse, but when I got back from the backpacking trip, I realized that I had left a to-go container filled with uh, tempura calamari in the back seat of my car. Oh, and so it was just, like, it took me a, a while to remember what it was because it was just a, just a sort of a little container filled with like fishy smell and liquid uh, by the time I got back. And uh, my car still just kind of smells like that. It just it's getting worse over time, which I don't understand. I don't know if some of it like soaked into the carpet and it's breeding. So someday I'm gonna open my car door and just get thousands of squid. squids will pour out <laughs> of it and be awesome.
0: Should maybe go uh, get it detailed. Oh yeah, have somebody do like a steam mop on it. And...
1: Yeah, I do that. I, I do that every every couple of years when I go in to get an oil change or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, also clean this. Give it a
0: give it a dose of that new car smell air freshener. I don't think they actually do that. We used to do that because it's freakishly accurate. Oh yeah, you just drive around and think busted ass ride going. Hmm, is this new? I always have this new.
1: sneaking suspicion that it's like you know. Uh, so there's the like new magic card smell, right? There's a smell yeah. that you associate with opening a fresh pack of these cards, and that's gotta just be some like industrial solvent. Is that yeah. smell right? I mean, there's got to be like a thing that if you if you open that inside an unvent if you open enough of those packs inside an unventilated room, you would get super super high and like suffer a lot of brain damage.
0: Well, I know the new car smell is mostly formaldehyde. Oh yeah, which is strange because formaldehyde and like a having to dissect a cat. God damn it, class. Yeah, that smell. Terrible.
1: That smell is really awful. And it lingers. It'll stay with you. Yeah, if you get get any on your hands, it's like it's it smells like rotten pickles or like rotten green olives to me it and this is weird but it that smell is what is evoked by fat tire when I drink Mm. fat tire the taste that I get from fat tire is like this gross rotten olive formaldehyde taste that gets triggered and I don't think that most people taste that when they drink Mm. fat tire because nobody would be able to stand it
0: I've had a different beer that's in that same like beer family that was so overpoweringly just pickle smelling that i couldn't stand it yeah fat tire doesn't do that for me but i am not impressed by fat tire you
1: know um one of the people we went on the uh the hiking trip with she she has started and she's not even that into beer so i don't understand why she did this at all but she has started this weird sort of like it's like a community supported agriculture thing but for home brewers so it's like a distribution network and a trading like setup okay. for people with their homebrews, and she talked about this thing that I really, I really want to find some way of of looking into this at some point. This guy made thirty batches of beer that were all of the same ingredients and all of the same process. The only variation between them was each one used a different uh, strain of hops like a different kind of hops. And so the only difference in taste between the beers is the the difference afforded by the hops that are in it. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, I wonder if there is one of these that would have that fat tire taste, and if then I could just know, all right, I'm not going to like anything that has X kind of hops in it. Maybe Then like you a... could just
0: ask people at the grocery store, does this have the uh, flowering lungfish hop in it? Because mm-hmm. I find that hop to be a little overpowering. Yeah. I know uh, the only the only
1: beers that I know I know about Sierra Nevada uh, Pale Ale uses a Cascade hop, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Sam Adams uses Fuggles hop, hops Fuggles hops. Fuggles hops down in Fuggles hops. Um. Yeah, so we had that we had that barbecue. had some uh, Had some sitting around playing some games. I guess.
0: Yep. I don't we, uh, remember much of Saturday, actually. Oh, we had the meeting with the guys who were working on their thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People who people had done this uh, KOL-themed card game. It was, the, it was the guy that designed this game, Straw, that we saw a bunch of people playing at yeah. uh, Dragon Con. And I remember it was drawn to my attention because you, as we walked past one of those game shop booths that was selling it, you were like, hey, there's that game, Straw. If you play it backwards, it's warts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gave me a copy of Straw, but I've yet to actually open it up and play oh. it. He said he said it's very much a like, don't pay much attention to this and play it while you're drinking kind of game. It's a simple thing, but but they had th- this game that they made was pretty cool. I had some fun yeah, playing I enjoyed it. it, and uh, yeah, so we 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 did a little bit of business.
0: So they're gonna keep iterating.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: There was uh, <clears throat> yeah. The what I remember, like I really enjoyed playing the game, and it was cool to see that it was enough strategy that I could pick it up and feel like I was making intelligent choices. Mm-hmm. And there was enough strategy, too, for Hot Stuff to be able to feel like he was making intelligent choices. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was hitting in all levels. But what stuck out for me was how many times that dude said, iterate. <laughs> like, we're just going to keep iterating. Yeah, we need to iterate that.
1: The secret is just iterate, iterate, iterate. We're gonna iterate the, the three most important things: iterate,
0: iterate, iterate. In your location, location, location.
1: Um, with, with the girls, girls, girls. Yeah,
0: and the bills, bills, bills. On
1: Sunday, 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 bloody Sunday.
0: Bloody Sunday.
1: So that was fun. Uh, it ended up. What was it like? T- Twenty-one, twenty-seven, twenty-seven, thirty. Yeah. W- which did you have the low score there, or did you? I think I was. One of the 27s. One of the 27, okay. It was, it was an amazingly close game. We picked it up pretty quick, mm. but we're familiar with the sort of basic premises of... The, it's, it's a game modeled uh, around uh, iterated ascensions. Uh, iter, right. iterate, iterate.
0: It's a game that was iterated by... Uh, so what you want to do is you start with a deck of iterative cards.
1: And then you iterate through that deck.
0: Yeah, you're building like a kind of an engine so that you can iterate your other turns. Um, it scared me when they kept saying like, "Oh, you're doing really well building your engine." To like you and Kevin, <laughs> like, how's how's my engine? <laughs> I didn't. I wonder was how building an I engine. wonder how your
1: engine feels. That's how. That's why they call you Baby Driver. It, yeah, I mean, so that's a, that's a term that gets used in a lot, like in Agricola, right? Like you building your food engine is like one of the primary things that you have to worry about, which is just like a sustainable way for you to acquire enough food. To meet the base requirements, so that you can like grow the thing out, like yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's a handy shorthand for a particular mode of play, and it definitely applied in this yeah. right. Like, because there were there were choices that you were making about which things to keep from turn to turn that that would change the way that you played.
0: Yeah, it was definitely. A, it, that's a a way to refer to it. Like, it's accurate. I just hadn't heard it before. Right, right. I was like, oh, I see, so we're getting, like... And when people were talking about the algorithm, and the algorithm was a big deal in the panel that I went to with you, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I were to design a game, I wouldn't even think about...
1: What, what is that? Algorithm. What's the algorithm here? Yeah, Would you would, do the algorithm dance, this time with Ninja?
0: I would. I would. I think, like, when I've tried to design a game, it's like here are some mechanics, let's throw some numbers at it and test it a little bit, and then see what we need to tweak. Right. And <clears throat> I don't think I have the brain to approach it from, this is a model of a for a system of interacting between people. Yeah. And then I, it's... kind of building the story on top of it. But I think it's more a, like...
1: That kind of stuff is more of a just kind of critical language, right? It's like a a shorthand for discussing the different things that that things have in common. I mean, it's like knowing that, you know, you could have designed a game like Super Mario Brothers without saying it's a platformer, right? If you didn't know what the word platformer was. Like, it's not... Yeah. <clears throat> listening to a lot of podcasts about board games and like talking to people more seriously about board mm. games and like going to places where dudes are talking, you know, professional board game designers are talking about professional board game yeah, design. Like it, it's like there's just all these words
0: that it has its own lingo, but it's a lingo composed of words that mean something else. Sure, yeah, and outside of that context, so it's like a patois, a patois, an argot, an ergot, an ergot fungus. fungus, yeah. Yeah. yeah no that was super fun to play so uh, Robert, they're, they're gonna keep playing around with it and we're gonna think about yeah we're gonna what see to with it
1: see if we have any legal entanglements to worry about i don't want to get everybody excited about it right this may not ever happen but that was uh,
0: fun to uh going through my email today for like just emails that you had sent me looking for the software that i needed tonight mm-hmm. to see the like hey it's the card game like here's some more writing for the card game and like here's some more writing for the comic book and the guy going hey here's the final comic book we're so gonna do this like no you're not gonna do it you're not gonna do it at all <laughs> and the uh, ape like we're so excited we don't think we'll change anything like uh-huh mm-hmm. you sure were
1: uh the uh hey speaking of which has the what's the what's the status of the comic book
0: frequency um dude fellow artist is getting married this weekend so he is, has not sent any pages in a little bit he was on page 17 of 23. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Coloring? 17. Yep. Yeah, I think. I'm just looking to see. Oh, page 15. Oh, nice. 15 was the last one that was colored, and he's been doing like one a day pretty much.
1: Right on. Has he taken his one a day vitamins? I hope so. The men's health formula with no iron in it?
0: Do men not need as much iron? I guess we're not like constantly shitting blood like women always are.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Well, vagina shits. It's like when they when they have when they have like vagina a baby out vagina
0: diarrhea, mm. vaginaria, gynaria, right, listeria. Welcome to gynaria, adventurer. That's it. That's the the name for the word game. Yeah, gynaria adventures in gynaria. Yeah, the, the.
1: So then we kicked everybody out of the venue to do the sound check. and Then the there was a huge storm that flooded the basement and also fucked up the generator. And then I guess yeah. the guy that they sent to do the sound wasn't as experienced and hadn't been working lately. And so Frontalot's sound guy had to swoop in and take over all that. And that took longer than everybody expected. And... Oh, that was
0: the storm? I thought it was the uh, during trivia, somebody kicked over something that looked very electric and important. Oh, yeah? But uh, it also looked fairly durable. Well, it was a box that looked like a step stool and was made out of metal and painted step stool orange. Mm-hmm. But. Uh... Apparently, you don't want to step on it. Huh. I wasn't the guy that stepped on it. I was probably... Right? Yeah,
1: good. I uh, I decided to go home and poop in my own toilet uh, during that storm. Right. And uh, there was a fucking hailstorm. While I was driving, it was like, I was like it was goddamn 100 degrees today, and now there's a hailstorm. Like, th- this weather's nuts. It's crazy. And then, oh man, yesterday there was another haboob. All the people who came into town for con got to see a haboob.
0: They were like, lol, show me your haboobs. Well. Uh, and then everybody did. Because that's the kind of con we run. That's the con run. Apparently the Saturday night was the naked nerd night. Oh, was it? Judging by uh, Black Lotus's comments. NNN. Said, my God, it's full of naked nerds. I think he seems to enjoy that too, just as a like, ah, I understand where I am now. It's like a natural history
1: museum exhibit about naked nerds in a pool.
0: Yep. Boy, Adam had a good time. He had a really good time. That's cool. Our, uh, Our bro friend... Adam, who was secretly nerdy. I I figured he would mix pretty well with people. Yeah. I kind of warned him that people would be socially awkward. And uh, given how long he's known me, he didn't feel like he needed that warning. Sure. Um, Did some YAG bombs. Yag bombs. Yag bombs. I can't believe you didn't do your yag bomb. I didn't. I didn't know I was presented with a yag. Yeah, <laughs> at skating he gave you one. You're oh, like, I am not drinking that. I
1: didn't know what it was. I was I, like, I and it was like, this thing got put in front of me, and I couldn't tell if like it was a joke. Oh. Like somebody just put their drink down in front of me and was like, okay, I, I, yeah, I would have had it. I would have drunk it if I had known what it was. I just did. I misunderstood the situation. I'm kind of socially awkward. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, you know, like a bro comes up and drops a yag bomb on you. I like that the waitress at Prankster's made fun of him for for ordering a yag. Yeah, like, sounds like something a girl at a Scottsdale bar would order. <laughs> like, that's what I've been telling him. Yeah, just say Jaeger bomb. A yet, Jag. I gotta get a Jag bomb. That's where you. Uh, that's where you watch the the, the USA series Jag and right. uh, beat off to those those naval aviators or whatever, and uh, then uh, drink um, some sake.
0: Yeah, I think that's how you do it. Yeah. Or you could listen to Mick Jagger. Mm, mm-hmm. Mick Jagger. Apparently that's Mick Jagger's name is having a hard time getting out of my face today. Yeah. I drank that kind of booze that makes it hard for you to say Mick Jagger for a couple of days after you drink oh, okay, it. Okay, that kind. Yep. Uh, so the the, the concert was tight. Yeah. Off the chain. God damn it, Black Carl is so good. Yep. They They're are Do so good.
1: so good. I didn't see a lot of that show. I went in and watched the mini bosses and then when by the time Frontalot was playing I was like helping my mom break down the merch table and then mm. trying to duck out of there so I could get some sleeps. Which I did.
0: Uh do you go to any after parties on Safter Day? I did not. We went straight back to the lounge. I heard there were
1: some do. board board games had at one of them parties.
0: Yeah, it seemed like everybody was having a good time.
1: I didn't get to see Jamelli as much as I would have liked to. Yeah. One of these days.
0: Got to hang out with him at the LARP. The yeah. LARP was
1: all right. You were in I, uh, at the LARP.
0: I feel bad after spending several months going ah the motherfucking LARP. It turns out that it was fine. Yeah, like it went a whole lot faster this year, and it did. I was a whole lot less busted. Yeah, I in.
1: you know we we got there and we set it up and that you know we'd stream we'd done a little bit of streamlining. Um, we started yelling at people for taking too long. Uh, and we had fewer teams. We had eight teams instead of ten, so that you know would account for a twenty percent reduction in time spent right, <laughs> right there. Uh, you know, it went really, it went really smoothly. I don't know, I don't know if I want to do it next year. Mm. You know, I I really like the idea of relegating that to a like con point five oh. setup where we do another little mini gathering in the off season and can run that somewhere, but it's just it was i was just a zombie by the time i left there you know Uh it's like just doing it doing it on the on the heels of all of the just sort of grueling prep for con and then con 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 and then uh and then i don't know i don't know people like it but the effort to enjoyment ratio like the effort on our part to the Enjoyment ratio multiplied by the n- small number of people that we can actually feasibly do it for right. is just like... I don't know. You, you you just convinced me that it wasn't a good idea anymore, and then right. you got here and changed your tune. It's, and now it's, it's like the like, LARP gift of the uh, Magi. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I trashed this LARP to buy you my freedom. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it, it, it right. was fun. It went well. It went well. I think that... Just about anybody could step in to your role in one of the rooms, right? If yeah. given a, enough preparation. Yeah. Like, and even the showmanship factor, you know, there's bound to be somebody who would be able to step in. Sure. Oh, it. I mean, people would, anybody would do yeah. better than me. And at with that. three to a room, I don't exactly ham it With up, three you know. to a room, you'll, you don't need an expert. You just need somebody who knows where all the stickers are and somebody who knows how to mark the cards and somebody to go, what's up, nerds? Yeah. Um the so, yeah, you know the you get out there. of it.
1: She was like, once you've got three people to a room, it's like you're get you got like half as many people running the thing as you do participating in the thing, which is like yeah. it's I don't know, it just feels unsustainable to me. It feels unsustainable, buddy. Um it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's just the timing of it makes it so like I don't wanna I didn't wanna just like I was sitting there like, oh god there's another fucking team coming in and I've got to get out of this chair yeah. and do a bunch of stuff. And I don't want to feel like that, you know? Like, I, I don't... Like, that was the only part of the whole weekend that, like, felt like a job, hmm. you know? And it was just like, ah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Let we'll me figure something different out. I mean, what you know, knowing now that uh, not only is uh, Dave and Buster's or GameWorks not sacrosanct, but it's not even preferable to this right. other random thing that we decided to do, like, that's great I will set this con on fire.
0: <laughs> um, well, yeah, we did quest revamps on the con. Yeah, so. yeah. Because,
1: you know, that was great. I had so many people individually come up to me and say, that was so much more fun than Dave and & Buster's. And mm. it was like, I enjoyed it a lot more, and it was cheaper, and it was, made it so we had the venue two days in a row, which made Saturday easier. Like, I, I think it was... I guess
0: was... If, you, if we were thinking that Dave & Buster's has the video games and that was the big draw then it doesn't make as much sense, but we had noticed that hardly anybody was playing the video games. Yeah. So they just would hang out in the big room, or in the upstairs for the upstairs right. ball smoking round. smoking round. Yeah. And it uh, has that they have that nice smoking area out back at 12 West. Yeah,
1: that's a little. <laughs> I wish there was a nice smoking area out back. There's actually just a sort of a dingy parking lot with a great big dumpster and nowhere to sit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if we could get some patio furniture or something, or if we could hire our Irish friend patio furniture.
0: Sure, but we could get some patio furniture. Uh, kingdom, kingdom of clothing.
1: Um, yeah, and then uh, went to karaoke on Sunday night. We, we, several of us, went to the Pasty Company and had some had some foods. Ah, that's good stuff. Um, we ended up kind of split up. There were too many people there to all sit together, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to gaze into frontalot's lovely eyes while
0: he ate a pasty for the first time ever. Man's got some long eyelashes. He's like this is fucking good. Luxurious lashes. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm that dude. He exercises, you know. He does eyelash exercises every morning. The um, fifty curl ups. Yeah, they have little a little curler. It's the same thing as when you're curling like with biceps. Like curling weights. your pubes. Yeah. Yeah, but like hurl- like curling on ice with a. The stones that they use for curling.
1: Uh, N3RD had, uh, had was supporting a big mustache and also a big mustache carved into his chest hair, uh, which was pretty awesome, actually. Uh-huh. And then, uh-huh. uh, and then we we all declined to see the third mustache, which I believe probably existed. I mean, a you guy know. because a guy who will a guy who will shave most of his <laughs> chest hair off and leave leave just a mustache shaped thing behind will probably do likewise with other hairs, yeah. individual armpit mustaches. You should you should try that next time. Do you wish to
0: see the fifth mustache? <clears throat> the fifth mustache is love. Yeah. The fifth mustache was within you all along. The uh, boy karaoke night. So the official count was forty three okay. people sang. And uh, like a normal karaoke rotation is about fifteen. Hmm. So it it's just like to get back to the top took us to twelve thirty in the morning.
1: All right. The uh, the owner of pranksters, uh, so so Pez arranged that and the owner was like, give me a call in the middle of the week so that I'll remember to add more staff to the schedule for that night because it's Sunday so we won't have anybody on because there's never anybody there on Sundays. There's usually like 10 people at the bar on Sundays. Yeah. And then Pez did call him and remind him of that but then he didn't do it anyway and then they right. couldn't get any, like none of the other waitresses were answering their phones. That night, so I mean, probably they had turned them off in remembrance of September 11th. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, there were only two waitresses. Actually, there might have only been a bartender and a waitress, and so like saw. sixty, seventy people at the bar probably. It so, turned out so. all right though. It was like, fine. I know they had to
0: wait for a drink. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, me neither. I mean, they're great, but they were they were going nuts. I mean, as yeah. I felt bad because I mean, seriously, like eight or nine times as many people as are usually there on a Sunday night, like. There were... I have a feeling they will definitely agree
0: to do that again next year if mm-hmm. we want to do it. They had asked, uh, earlier in the week, they had asked Patrick kind of with trepidation if it was some kind of 9-11 celebration party. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't know if they meant like actual celebration or just like a solemn remembrance that's taking place at a bar for some reason.
1: Yeah, karaoke. We're all going to yeah. sing dirges.
0: We uh we were trying to come up with a list of songs that would have been inappropriate to sing. Yeah, and uh, we got uh, It on a jet plane, mm-hmm. big old jet airliner, mm-hmm. uh, crash. Yeah, crash. 5-4 k- killed it though with it's raining men. Ah. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh
1: I remember Damien posting that tattoo to his Twitter <laughs> and hemorrhaging followers in his own words after he did it, it which is a picture of the towers on fire with dudes jumping out of them and it said it's raining men. That's... Yeah, that's pretty pretty mean
0: I guess it's okay to be like super tacky about 9-11 if you're sincere (laughs) I've seen like the crying eagle enfolding the Twin Towers in its wings while like firemen kneel in front of it and Jesus rises from the ground I guess like a sincere expression of tackiness is better than a I don't know I just Uh, didn't I'm not really interested in revisiting 9-11 9-11 yeah we accidentally
1: got into a conversation like where were you when you found you know and just like talking where about it a little bit because
0: when the world stopped turning
1: all like we finally just turned off all the televisions outside because there was mm. just nothing but fucking September 11th on all of the televisions it's like yeah. I would rather have sports <laughs> than this
0: um man like grizzly images of murder I don't think you should just replay them over and over again yeah
1: Man, you know what I would like to see over and over again is the very early, the, before they edited all the screaming and swearing out of the crowd videos that they were playing on the yeah. news that very first morning, because some of those were pretty entertaining. You know, I mean, in a horrifying way, Great I guess. Caesar's but fucking ghost. It, there was some really weird swearing going oh. on. It, it was, like, I hated myself at the time for thinking that it was funny, but it was kind of funny. Hmm. I mean, just like, wow, that's... It, wouldn't have thought those are words that a dude would say when he was really upset about something. Um, also, you know, you wouldn't have expected just a whole bunch of like, holy motherfucking shit. What the fuck on CBS news, right? <laughs> it was like, Ooh, and then Dan rather apologizing for the language. I was like,
0: maybe he uh, should have apologized for the attacks. Maybe he should have.
1: Maybe he yeah. should have apologized for not giving them the frequency. that yeah. One time. Um, yeah, con fun, good con, good gravy. Good con, bro. Sweet I today fun. I uh, today I went to sleep. Uh, well, no, today I <laughs> last night I went to sleep, and I woke up uh, when I was done sleeping. That was the first time that had happened in quite a while. Woke up when I was done sleeping. Got up, uh, went to breakfast with Mister Magnifico. Got him sent off to the airport. Then I came back and I uh, repaired a hose. My my chickens had pecked a hole in the hose. That I use to refill their water, and a classic example of pecking the hose that waters them. <laughs> right. Uh,
0: so like yeah, I went. example, some might uh, argue.
1: I went into the uh, I went into the hardware store, and I was like, I either need a way to repair a hose or a new hose, and they sent me to aisle eight, where both of those things were. It was uh, I'd never actually like fixed a hose before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would have tried to fix a hose.
1: It's like a little $2 Um, plastic thing that was just... You cut around... You cut the hose on either side of the hole that's in it, and then you pop it over these little... There's like a plastic tube with some ribs on it to go inside the thing, and then there's like some little clamps that clamp down around it on either side. So, yeah. I mean... I
0: guess like if you... Hoses get really expensive really quickly in a weird way. Yeah. Like there's the super cheap one that's only going to last a year, and then there's like the $800 one. Like, there's nothing in between.
1: I, I think I got like a $25 or a $30 hose because I wanted one of the coily ones so it wouldn't be all, you know, so it'd be easier to like hang. Hey, I like those coily hoses. Right. Um, They're sprungy. Yeah, I mean, they are. Why wouldn't you like them? They are sprungy. Um, anyway, I learned not to leave it laying on the ground anymore with chicken feet underneath it or bugs right i don't know what they were after just to piss me off i think um went on a scorpion hunt last night and didn't find a single scorpion all of the band was disappointed (laughs) they were ready yeah
0: um
1: yeah yeah frontal crew stayed here slept during the rare moments when they slept at all (laughs) slept on Air mattresses.
0: I feel bad that the uh, the con is more work for everyone. That's not me. I get, I'm the single asymmetric employee who isn't just constantly busting ass the entire time. Yeah, riff Riff doesn't <laughs> really have
1: much to do usually. I guess so. I mean, in previous years when there was more actual like creative work to do for the LARP, he did a lot more of it. But yeah. uh,
0: but now this was we got it kind of down to formulas now. Yeah, I try to. Lift and carry things that need lifting and carrying, uh-huh. but sure, yeah. I we'll always forget that, like you and Kevin, just busting ass to like get the item done and get the. You helped with stuff done. I helped a little bit. And you know, I didn't have to do an item
1: that was as much work as it was. I mean, that that was my own.
0: And we could have done
1: it several months ago, but oh sure, we
0: were never ever going to. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why are?
1: Why? Can, like. I, I mean, I think it's...
0: There's no stronger motivator than the deadline. Yeah. The last yeah, minute. Yeah,
1: that's true. And these are real deadlines, you know. the p- Things that actually have fixed dates that people are waiting for. Ah, oh, boy. Do you want to take a little bit of a uh, music break so that I can go get another beer and maybe huh. get rid of the previous beer?
0: Sure. Uh, I Lira Bob just sent me a picture of um, a redemption code that somebody bought that didn't have a code on it. Oh, okay. Said, so type this into chat slash redeem. Slash
1: redeem. Yeah, we should. We'll take care of that guy. Uh, yeah, that happened because they, uh, they, they always do some overflow hmm. printing, you know, in case there are some fuck ups. Like if you order a thousand of something, they will give you a thousand and fifty or something. Right. But they only had a thousand codes in the mail <laughs> merge, and so every once in a while there would just be one without a code. Yeah. We tried to not do that, but one, you know, we we got rid of all of the ones that we found, but I guess one slipped through. We'll take care
0: of it. Yeah, let us know. Uh, so we'll be back in about fifteen minutes. Cool. And yeah, we're back. Hey, cool. Can the shit hear our shit? Yep, and it didn't crash. All right, no may crashing. We finally found a stable build of Winamp that works with the plugin that was designed to work with it.
1: Cool. Broadcasting on Winamp, man, because we don't have to use any Skype because we are right here. not? Hey, let's uh, answer some questions about a loathing kingdom. How about that? Sounds good to me. Forum thread. Uh, Whack writes, Question from Too Many Threads back. Whenever you beat somebody's butt, they get a message that X kicked your butt. However, I am a follower of the Way of the Surprising Fist. Is there any chance of alternative text to reflect this fact? Someone mentioned the silent duck maneuver. What's the silent duck maneuver?
0: I'm sure Urban Dictionary knows.
1: Yeah, it's when you fuck someone in the clit. Oh, I heard. <laughs> um, well,
0: I have to revise that because all Urban Dictionary definitions have to involve smearing shit on something. too. Okay,
1: when you smear shit on your shit on your dick and then
0: fuck someone on the clit. Yeah. Silent duck. Huh? When you fuck someone
1: on the clit with their turds.
0: The shape the hand makes while fisting. Is
1: the, uh, silent duck. the silent okay, duck. Okay, I see. I mean, we've got Concho is already in there, which seems like the uh, there should have been some Easter egg using Concho on a butt. Right. Uh, Gygax tome uh, says he also why oh, no one D? There's no such thing as a D one. It's just one. It's guaranteed to be fair. Guaranteed to be random. Uh three. Can we have a kangaroo familiar? I would never tie you down with that. Ha <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, no, Jack.
0: We're we're sure to get there eventually if we're gonna keep doing the two Mr. A familiars as we do them now. <laughs> We will go through the entirety of available animals.
1: Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Neon Gray says, So I know anything prefaced with, It would just make sense if arouses nothing but hatred in the heart of game developers. Or maybe just me. So please don't consider this a suggestion. But what I'm wondering is, It feels like it would make sense for you to be able to do the nuns in the fist path. In addition to horrible jokes about fisting nuns, Getting them their money back is probably the most charitable thing you can do in the game. So you'd think your surprising fist monks would be all about that. Are the Sisters of Perpetual Indecision actually a front for orphan and puppy punching organization? Could they just never decide to fill in the forms to become an appropriate registered charity? Or is the boring answer the right one and it was just too much of a pain in the ass for anyone to be bothered? getting it to work right yeah i mean it was there wasn't time and we were like i was like how big of a deal would it be if you just couldn't do this side quest in this path and they were like well you couldn't do the gremlins in bees so there would be a sort of an accidental parody there like okay parody with an r-i-t-y not a -A
0: p-a-r-o-d-y we're not making fun of anything here
1: yeah Also, I was wondering if it would be possible to get the option to turn off the one has a picture on the KOL Player Picks page. I don't really feel a need to have it taken down on their end, since I don't care all that much who sees it. But, you know, it's kind of old and not especially flattering, and I'm not really sure I want that picture's existence being shown off to any and everyone who looks at my profile for whatever reason.
0: I don't know. Are they still updating that page at all? I don't know.
1: Is is
0: 5-4? He was in charge of it last time I heard.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard anybody say anything about it for a long time, but whoever had access to do stuff with it still does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, I don't remember when I wrote those tools, I don't remember if I gave them the ability to remove people huh. or not. I I feel like I might have because if they accidentally typed in the wrong person or whatever, right? then you'd want to be able to get rid of it. But, Yeah. Uh, also, I remember having some other question that involved using the word ass a lot, but I don't remember what it is. I'm just including this part so you guys have an excuse to use the word ass on the radio. Not like you needed one, but an excuse is nice. Ass, ass, ass. Ass, ass, ass.
0: That was some sassy-ass sassafras there, my friend. Mm.
1: Deadnet says, hey, what's up with the stomping boots not giving stats at the end of the stomped combats? I get stats when the starfish kills or when I use a gimmick on a tower monster. Would an extra 25 or so substats be game-breaking? Yes. You get them from the paste.
0: So it's blister guy, and blister guy is right. Raymond Kinger says, why do magical ice cubes give moxie? Because they've been magically imbued with the ability to give you moxie. Yeah. Why do, uh, I mean, those things
1: don't really have any meaningful correspondence.
0: If a wizard decided to make a barbell that made you stronger than you would normally get when you lifted the barbell, it would still be increasing your strength. It can be a magical item that influences your strength. Magic can do anything.
1: Yeah. Uh, Erich says because they're cool uh, Hey we met Clyde yep, So we've we now met a larger percentage Of our British player base Oh and Saskia Slams
0: Yeah I had met her in London Low these many years ago hmm. Six years? Six years ago. That was a long time ago Yep.
1: Uh, I love the current challenge run Says Erich but the way it is I was able to lower my day count And go way faster than when I was playing Pathless runs is that a type of byproduct of the challenge that you'll want to avoid in the future or do you not mind that it can allow more players to go faster in terms of day count I wonder why exactly
0: yeah what are you doing you're interested to make it happen that way Yeah,
1: because um, you got to go somewhat out of your way to do it I mean I guess you you're killing monsters easier but that doesn't make any sense that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that would actually make you go faster unless you can handle more like way more monster level than you could yeah. without it um yeah meaty donut says you ever tempted to beef up zones which aren't deemed relevant for speedy ascensions if only to compete with other areas and not speed up ascension overall not really people don't like it when that happens anyway and and like and yes yes i we we were uh we were tempted to do that and we did so and we called it ns 13 and it was the most popular thing we've ever done yep uh W O says what's the funniest combat skill? My money's on seven finger strike. It's hilarious. I I agree. I think seven finger strike is pretty hilarious. I like all of the I like all of the fist skills. What about you, Mr. Skullhead? What what do you think is the funniest combat skill?
0: Well, I'm a fan of the fist skills. I like I just like the high token. I'm simple.
1: I uh I remember being pretty pleased with lunge smack, thrust smack and lunging thrust smack. As right. names for skills. They don't sound like a joke now. That's the thing about all the KOL stuff. It doesn't sound like jokes anymore. Yeah. But it totes totes is.
0: We need to occasionally have some fresh eyes on those things, I think. To have somebody go, lunging, thrust, smack. that's hilarious. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. I remember that.
1: Dars says, Why aren't the Thwaite Gold Prizes trophies? They're little gold statues that commemorate an accomplishment and serve no purpose except to sit in a display case. Sounds like a trophy to me. Mostly just teasing. I love the new challenge paths. Keep up the good work. Mostly just teasing, huh? So you're kind of not teasing about how we're dumb and big stupid dummy heads. Any chance, says Lokiator of implementing an auto-destruct recipe for bartenders in the box? Maybe mix a bottle of vodka with a firecracker and boom! Reason I ask is it seems like they take a lot longer to destroy since the crafting revamp. Purely out of self-interest, I'd like a chance to recover the beer lenses before ascending. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, they do take a lot longer to destroy since the crafting revamp because they don't use charges for things that wouldn't take a turn otherwise. Uh, Raiden Gray says a while back you guys talked about making toggleable intrinsics. Flavor and Iron Palm were both discussed. Do you guys still think it's a good idea? And if you do, do you think it'll be implemented? Yeah, I kinda, I kinda think that's a good idea for
0: for that. I don't know about flavor. Is that a thing we want? Flavor was the one that we were kind of wondering if that was a, if that should be done. Yeah. 'Cause I mean, right now
1: it just gives you like five different buffs and you can only have one of them up at a time.
0: Yeah. Are they talking about being able to transmute like five turns of hot into or like your remaining three turns of hot into three turns of cold? No, I think I like in in the case of Iron Palm, it's just like,
1: instead of using the skill to give you a bunch of turns of the effect that does it, just have it be, you use the skill once to toggle it on as an intrinsic, and then you use it again to turn it off, mm-hmm. so you don't have to be using it all the time. Which, I, I mean, I just, I like the idea of skills that work that way, just like a sort of a toggleable passive. Um, but I don't know, I mean, flavor is meant to have a cost to it. Iron Palm's cost was probably nominal. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know if I think it's a good idea or not. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Midnight Baker says, I just did this uh, Seal Clubber Nemesis quest, and it's got some really wonky aspects. The Seal Clubber specialty Familiar undermines the quest progress by dealing non-club damage to Mother Hell Seals. Yeah, that's... I think that the solution that we arrived at for that and that Riff was okay with and that C.D. Moira was like, yeah, we should do that, was just to not make... have them not attack other Seals. And I thought that we did that but maybe we didn't uh the seal clubber skills don't synchronize with the seal clubber intrinsics double-fisted isn't really useful when seal clubbers benefit so much from two-handed clubs and weapon crafting isn't really appealing because most recipes are swords slash crossbows slash staves that doesn't really anything to do with the nemesis quest though that's just about seal clubbers um then, the seal clubber class weapons are all one-handed, which makes them lackluster and obnoxious to use compared to vanilla weapon drops like perforated battle pedals. What do you think about these quirks? Is there any chance that any of them will get smoothed out? So the problem with this was I made it so lunging thrust smack auto hit if you were using a two-handed club, which I thought, oh, that's a nice little bonus. But, like, no, uh, it just makes it so everything sucks except two-handed clubs, and you can't ever use anything other than two-handed clubs because you're a big, dumb jerk. Jerk-ass jerk hole. Um you know
0: i whatever right they can't all be winners kid <laughs> like i mean we'll look at them and see if there are minor tweaks that could be made the familiar as soon thing things we're done with other things
1: the familiar thing i definitely
0: agree with like that's
1: that is a thing that if somebody asks me about it at the right time i'll just deal with it because it is that is a way in which the game sort of encourages you to do something that is the wrong thing to do yeah. to finish the quest um Hey, guys, two questions for you, says Samich Doo. Is there a particular reason that meat from Hanks can't be used to increase a mall store's advertising budget? I always play in hardcore right now, and right now Fistcore makes it near impossible to gain and run meat. It makes me a sad panda to not have my 100 meat items at the top of the search results. Honestly, it's not really that big of a deal. I'm just curious as to whether this limitation on the advertising budget was an intentional design decision or not. No, none of that was, right? Like, the, the yeah. mall advertising budget thing ha- ha- existed for years before Hanks was a thing, and so... It's probably that nobody has ever
0: asked for it, and, and the I feel like the reason there's an advertising budget at all is that you used to not be able to search them all. Yeah, and I think when we added the the ability to search
1: them all, we were debating whether or not we should just get rid of the whole advertising budget thing. And yeah, it was like, well, if people want to do it to have their same price stuff show up in in that order, and it sinks some meat, so why not? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how much meat it sinks. I don't know how. I don't know how significant of a thing it is. You know, one of these days, the mall will be subject to a decent inventory or an an interface revamp the way that, you know, like the search, I feel like, is way better uh, than it used to be. Yeah. And the, the there are a handful of things in the game that I still like the, and they tend to be things that I don't ever play with. Right, so like inventory, I'm always like, oh, we should fit, we should improve this. We should do whatever. Like, you know, all of the things that I actually use end up getting some love, but the things that I don't use, like the mall, I'll go in and be like, fuck, I cannot believe that this is what this shit looks like. I cannot believe that this is a thing that is in a product that uh-huh. we are trying to pretend is worth money to people. <laughs> this is awful. Um, yeah, the mall interface is pretty bad. So <clears throat> one of these days. It's probably been asked before, uh, he says, uh, Says a second question. But is there a reason that the steel organ uh, reward for bad moon slash bees slash fist is limited to liver? Also, will stomach and spleen always be unique rewards for their dietary paths? Or is it possible later challenge runs will give us one of these instead of liver? I can't imagine doing a path that gave the other one instead of liver. I mean, liver is the default. Again, there used to only be liver of steel. Yeah. Right, because you didn't used to be able to do the quest multiple times because there was no ascension and there were no paths and there were no no anything. Um, it's a game about drinking. So the default being a skill that lets you drink more is fine because it's a game about drinking. Yeah, Man, remember play on,
0: with those just being edge cases for when you can't drink.
1: Remember on Sunday, uh, or on Saturday when we had a chugging contest and you schooled me? You went house on me?
0: Just barely. But I thought it was fair that the like the the prize for winning was an autographed They Might Be Giants CD. It's like, well, you know, I, I got you into They Might Be Giants. Also. Yeah, well, and
1: I already have. I have a shirt
0: and you have a pick that's
1: autographed, and I have a guitar pick that's initialed.
0: I don't think I've ever been closer than like ten feet. Oh, yeah? to those guys. Yeah. yeah, They just never sign autographs after shows.
1: Mm. That Flansburg did at the festival that I was at, and I just happened to be drunk and walked past it. Got in line, bought a shirt. I was like, yeah, yeah, man, I drove 900 miles to see you guys. And he was like, that's crazy, man, that's crazy. And he pulled out a guitar pick and signed it and gave it to me. I was like, fuck yeah, John Flansburg, I'm going to learn to play the guitar and be just like you.
0: And you, so you did. You,
1: <laughs> you haven't gotten a, uh, really, I'm just going to get glasses that are kind of like yours. That was well, far And
0: now got. he's growing a beard. Oh, is he? <clears throat> yeah. So Sweet. <clears throat> he, in a way, is trying to be more like you. That's probably true. Is he growing his hair out? He is. He's tanning. He was weird, kind of, kind of weird looking, and the uh, the Onion AV Club did a had them in for their covers project. Yeah, I saw that. when they, they did, did the Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba, and he was kind of weirdly Oompa Loompa colored. Huh. You think it was a spray tan? I think so. Or do you think it was just a bad camera? I mean, he's fifty. He needs to. It's kind of. He's gonna get the ladies. If he's gonna pull any trim, mm-hmm. he can have that. They might be giants trim, and that's good trim. But if he's gonna get more trim than that, he's gonna have to trim his hair, and get a tan. Right. Make sure that his physical condition could be described as trim. Right. <clears throat> Just, he, he might want to stop in to see what
1: condition his physical condition is in. Exactly. And be sure that it's trim. Trim. And tropper.
0: I really like trim as a, you know, like looking for the ladies. Yeah, for tail. <clears throat> Trying to score some trim. Getting
1: some trim. Yeah. wonder where that comes from. Are you hoping that the that the, the, the pubes, will, the be pubes be will be trimmed? I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> or that the girl will have a trim shape. We've got to go out and get some bushy. They never <laughs> say that. I'm gonna go out and get some fish smelling. I wanna give me a pube forest. <clears throat> uh Schlurp likes the idea about the bartender box auto destruct. Uh, last run, I was ready to ascend when I noticed I installed and had installed a chef a few days earlier. When I installed it, I don't quite remember why. I don't quite remember. Fuck, man, was my ability to read. I figured I'd cook up a few things until the box blew, like leftover keylams that needed cooking into pie crust, and then I could ascend. Turned out I had accidentally installed a clockwork chef I had had hanging around in inventory instead of a regular one, and it took forever to finally nuke the damn thing. I would love the idea, or the, I would have loved to be able to detonate it with a quick and easy recipe or something you buy from the suspicious-looking guy or something like that. Uh, PvP revamp let you blow up the other guys in a box. No, no.
0: <laughs> that seems like fun.
1: Quamper says, Has anyone really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look like more? Fuck, I can never get through that fucking sentence without getting the words in the wrong order. <clears throat> man Shrimp says, He's more shrimp than man. Uh, what are your thoughts on expanding the range of turtle pheromone adventures and or the addition of a water-breathing sea turtle familiar? There is, well, it's not a familiar, but there's a water-breathing. There's a turtle that lets you breathe water. It's fl- inflated.
0: I you mean, know, I guess if we're going to be serious about people going into the sea, we should probably add a couple more water-breathing familiars. Uh, although you, like... You can get all the basics now. I mean, the yeah. the, the, the primary ones are covered. You can get them down there. I wonder if it wouldn't be worth our while to have just some kind of land-acquirable sea familiar Mm -hmm. so that, maybe not anything super special, but just something you can throw on and for your first foray in there not feel like you're just getting punched in the dick.
1: Have you seen uh, sea familiars on fire off Orion's shoulder? Yep. Are all these moments lost? I am more man
0: than shrimp. Like tears in the rain. I want more life, fucker. Nobody got my incredibly funny joke. Which when, one was that? When Google came out with the Nexus One phone, uh-huh. I was like, Nexus One? Really? That's what they're going with? They like limited lifespan. And, you know, but I said, you should hold that phone and go into the store and go, I want more minutes, fucker. And then just put your thumbs in the guy's eyes. Because that's what, he's, I want more life, fucker. And then uh-huh. you, like thumbs the guy's eyeballs to death. Which, that scene is etched in my memory in corrosive acid, Mm because eye trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Nobody else got it. I I thought it was a great joke. Yeah, there's
1: a scene in the second season of Deadwood where a dude gets an eye popped. It's like, ugh. ugh, fuck, man. Uh, last question about the Kickstarter. Oh, wait. No. This is unnamed Hobo, right? It's last question about the Kickstarter, I swear. But I'm just so excited to get my copy, hopefully copies of the first issue to read and share. Is it pretty much set that anyone who pledged 23 or more and has an out-of-U.S. address will get two copies of the first issue? I saw nowhere to specify that in, and I wanted to make sure. Thanks.
0: Yeah. It was confusing to people because I said, <clears throat> if you pledge $11, you get two copies in the U.S. and one copy everywhere else. Okay. And... But then, like, people who had pledged $69 were asking if that was enough for two copies. Like, yeah, yeah, that will cover the shipping on two copies of a comic. Right. How much does it cost to ship a comic book to the UK? That I don't know. Could, is there, like, a media mail rate
1: that is a tolerable length and doesn't cost a fortune?
0: It is hard to find media mail rates anywhere. Unless you already have, like, a Stamps.com account or something. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Postal Service website just doesn't say anything about it I was reading about how the post office is in trouble mm-hmm. that's because they don't let anybody ship things by media mail yeah yeah. you think that's it I think or when I went to the postal service website I went to the band website oh, instead uh-huh. of the uh, I said hey uh, how much is it going to cost to ship this and they just said I'm thinking it's a sign that the freckles in our eyes are mirror images mm-hmm. that's sweet and all but uh, it doesn't yeah. help
1: I'm trying to think of any other postal service song uh, something-something district tonight. <laughs> um, become Silhouettes. Dustin Diamond says, I just came back after a three-year hiatus from KOL, and I'm finding getting back into the game to be a blast. It's impressive you guys have kept this up for so long. Well, thanks, buddy. But my question is, have you thought about trying to bring, play- bring players back? I noticed I had plenty of anniversary gear, but surely there could be other incentives to bring players back into the fold. I know I'm not the only one returning, and I'm sure there's plenty of old accounts that are just suffering while waiting for their masters to come play once more. Oh. Also, why no races to choose from? If I want to be a halfling, elf, or squid, I should be allowed to. Damn it! You're a squid on the inside.
0: Yeah, you can
1: you can role play those in chat. I would like to someday do a Kingdom of Loathing game where there were races. Huh. You know,
0: really, some of which were superior to others, as in yeah, like,
1: no, of course, and some of which were separate but equal, and you know, the, 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 some of which had their own bathrooms and drinking fountains. Uh-huh. Um, but the more that I think about that, the more I would want it to be like. Race is more. It's just a sort of an addendum to class. It's yeah. like you could. I wouldn't want you to be like a frat boy pasta mancer, right? Because that wouldn't oh. make any sense. But like the frat boy mage would be like a grill dude, and the frat boy, the frat boy thief would be the panty raider or whatever. Mm. And the hippies, you know, and some orcs. That yeah, and, and hippies. Those are the two races that I've thought of so far been a few years right I'll come up with more and the
0: cheese wizard yeah cheese wizard what race would the cheese wizard be goblin yeah he needs some kind of uh, stand alone spell
1: yeah uh, let's see what else we got The Nemesis Familiar's uh, Nemesis quest utility ranges from downright unhelpful, Seal Clubber, to specifically helpful, Turtle Tamer. This makes sense. The Disco Bandit Familiar has a chance to kill a raver before you can wave at them. So while not as unhelpful as the Seal Clubber Familiar, still still slightly unhelpful, the rest are either marginally helpful or superfluous in the quest. Uh, DFSS works great with the ULEW because the ULEW counts as a two-handed club for LTS purposes. Put a frozen seal spine in your offhand and you're a juggernaut, bitch. He didn't say bitch. Um, yeah, I thought that that was one of the powers that we came up with for one of the high-end, the sledgehammer of the Valkyr or something, which was just that it counts as a two-handed club. That's super fucking janky, the way that that's coded. I discovered that when I was adding the code to add Bastard to the beginning of your weapon name from the D12, I I saw that, and like, every once in a while, I will just write a note expressing my frustration with myself for the way that I'm coding something so that I will see it in the future and be be ashamed. Well, on the subject of Iron Palm, says Nightwind292, you've stated that three-handed weapons are meant to be no different than two-handed weapons and are only a joke. If there was a three-handed club, would it work properly? Auto-hit with the lunge, thrust, and smack of seal clubbers? With Iron Palm, there are three-handed clubs, swords, that, if I may be so bold, would make hardcore easier as a three-handed club that was just a two-handed club. TLDR: Three-handed swords with iron palm do not auto-hit with seal clever skills as two-handed clubs do. Please fix. That's a pretty good. That's uh, that counts as a bug, yeah. I think. Um, let's see. Slightly off-topic, but any thoughts on the recent announcement from Corks that Twilight Heroes is for sale? He he told me. I think he he wanted to give me the first or one of the first shots at that. He told me about yeah. it a couple weeks ago that he was going to be announcing it. Um, you know, it's not surprising. Like he's, he has, like, Twilight Heroes was a huge project for him, but it did not take off to the point where it became like a career uh, the way the KOL did. And I wouldn't, I mean, if I had other shit to do and a family and a real job that I had to go to, there's no fucking way I would keep working on KOL for five, six yeah. years, you know? Like okay. I, I would want to, and I would be sad, but the the the, the reality is that if it's not, you know, if it's not a thing that can viably be your job, you can't do the work on it that is required to to have it be a thing. Yeah. Um, I was not I was not particularly tempted uh, because that just seems like it would just be another thing to have to work on all the time. You know, um, and it's like I I also like I would have a really hard time stepping into something that somebody else had poured so much like sort of creative vision into you know I mean it's I, like I think maybe somebody with a slightly less strong sense of what they think a game like that should be like yeah. is the right candidate to take that over rather than somebody with somebody with their own really well established voice um, you know I, I hope I hope that somebody like what I hope is that because I'm, I'm sure there are a bunch of people saying like I'll do it and then th- those people are just idiots right <laughs> and so I hope that I hope that somebody good comes up and, and and takes it over and i hope that it can stick around because i like it and i like seeing i like seeing what other people do with this format because it's like you know it's like a creative challenge right like it's it's like okay what what kind of ideas would there be if we didn't have to have all the ideas yeah you know and, and it's it's nice to see somebody else operating in the same space and there are just there are just very few things like that Mm -hmm. so we have to we have to get that where we can like from aspects of other types of games but you know Mm. hey guys what's up says the gap in the plot what have you been working on lately anything other than con nope nope Uh,
0: Uh, two giant item of the month
1: yeah did two weeks two weeks on the mountain and then landed hit the ground running bust an ass on the item of the month finished that just in time to leave for dragon con went to dragon con Fucked around, had some drinks, played some board games, landed, hit the ground running on the KOLCon item, yeah. almost finished that just in time for KOLCon to start, and KOLCon ended like 12 hours ago, or yeah, 18, so... 19 hours ago. So yeah, no, haven't been working on anything. And I, I'm i going to take it easy for the first few days of this week, I think. Today I fixed a hose. I, I, I tried to fix uh, my pool. I think I made it. What's wrong with your pool? Nothing super wrong with it, but the, uh, the, 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 like, fill valve, the, the, so there's a fill valve that puts water into, like, a little bucket of gross dead leaf soup, which then slowly (laughs) pours into the pool, but that, the the pouring hole got clogged up, and so, the, wasn't filling properly, and so it evaporated, and the pump was sucking air, which I hope didn't damage the pump, but it was noisy and annoying, and so, I fixed it with a stick and a ladle. Uh huh. Um, the, I guess the guy, the pool guy knows about it and just needed to bring like some kind of roto-rooter tool or something to fix it, but mm, temporary fix. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I refilled the hummingbird feeder. Um, so that, uh, today I was really just puttering, is, is more or less what was going on. I went to the office and like cleaned up my office a little bit and dealt with a handful of things that had to be done. Uh, yeah. Then I came home and I did this radio show. Then we're gonna go eat some sushi. That's gonna be pretty fun. It's I be think pretty you delicious. mentioned
0: that for the next couple of weeks you were looking at quest revamp. Possibly? Yeah,
1: I want to. I want to pop into the. I want to start. I, I've been tossing around a bunch of stuff about, and we talked in a few meetings about like McLarge huge stuff, and I want to yeah. do want to do some of that. Get back on that horse to the extent that I can. Right. Because I meant to have all of those done by the end of the year, except maybe the Sorceress quest. Um, 11 and 12 I don't think need much of anything I do want to simplify some stuff I what do you think about this I was having a conversation with people the other day where they were kind of surprised I was like I kind of don't I like the like clicking on the book in the picture in Spooky Raven but I kind of don't want that to be part of the main quest yeah how do you feel about that
0: I had to have it spoiled yeah
1: that's a bad that's a bad sign.
0: It's Yeah, but, but no, no, I'm I'm not very good at these things. I you know what I would But a almost, game is not supposed to make you feel like you're not good at I would almost rather have that mechanic be stuck in a couple of other places. You know, like once is a mistake, twice is a repetition of the mistake, and three times is a theme. Right. <laughs> three times is a lady, actually. Okay. A lady theme. But it it's a little weird that that's the only place that you do that. Yeah. But it does make it cool that it's the only place that does that. If there was another way, like, if the game eventually told you about it, I
1: would be more okay with it, too. Or, like, you know, if you... Yeah, I just... I don't know. It there, there are just a handful of things that I think are going to bother me when I really start looking at them, and that's one that I'm anticipating bothering me uh, as a part of that quest progression, because it's like,
0: you know... It... I guess I could use a workaround because the design aesthetic now is that we wanted to... We want everyone to be able to progress and beat the quest just by clicking if they want to take the long way around. So, like, like, adding something. Yeah. Which I don't think would be so bad. You know? I mean, if you
1: spent 50 turns in the library, you just... Find it, yeah, or whatever, right? So you can feel happy
0: about discovering it, but you don't, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we'll figure something yeah. out. Roger Flynn says doesn't it tell you in the MacGuffin diary. It does, like it points to that book. But I, but that I made mean, me just think I was waiting to, get yeah. The there must be like a choice the, adventure yeah. where you'll get a button
1: that's like grab that book, yeah, or whatever, because that's how the fucking game works, right? Like it's, it, it, I, I think that there were a lot of cases in the development of the game where we were kind of trying to outsmart ourselves a little bit. Uh And that's often, you know, there are going to be people who appreciate it, but there are also going to be people who just stop playing the game and never get past that because it's just, you know, the game does a bad job. Games should show you how to play them, right? And it's, and I think they should show you and not tell you how to play them. In a lot of ways, yeah. Stetharel says, "Are there any plans to revamp the Three Moon Zone, Moon Zone
0: Signs, Moon Zone Signs. Some uh, one of these days we'll put in the quest for Canada. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. of these. Yeah, you know, lonely, lonely, lonely. It's lonely, not lonely nights. a huge thing with. You know, yeah, it's really not. It's back backburned. Uh,
1: the gap in the plot says, uh, "Never mind." How was Con? It was good. Yeah, I think we covered that pretty yeah, extensively. Scarf it in says, what's the story behind killing skeletons and taking their sweet swords thing? Is it a reference to something or an inside joke or what? No, it's it's just like my favorite thing about a video game is when <laughs> you kill a skeleton and get a sweet sword.
0: No, like, it wasn't like um, Jason and the Argonauts? No,
1: thing. I don't Well, No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know why I like skeletons so much as like mm. enemies. I mean, probably like the sort of Ray Harryhausen. Style like I'm fighting a bunch of skeletons that have swords and maybe shields. Yeah. Like that's just fucking awesome. And I, like I can't, I don't remember a time as a kid when I didn't think that skeletons were awesome. Yeah, I mean, they're scary, right? But they're also awesome. And I liked and I liked you know reading about skeletons in the Dungeons and Dragons book. Sure. And there's one of the first like Choose Your own adventure books I had was in this Endless Quest series, and it was called Pillars of Pentagon. Pentagon was a wizard, and uh, I remember thinking it was weird but the uh, the the protagonist of that true genre adventure is named jamie and it is the gender is never specified and the handful of times when there's a picture is very like androgynous as a prepubescent kid right and i was like that's kind of clever i remember thinking that that was kind of clever but then in the later books like you were clearly either male or female so i'm like okay so that was clever why did they only do that once that's weird and yeah. the one before that you're just like the typical like flowing haired warrior dude um, I, I did I was happy to hear the guy like there was some guy in an interview that I was listening to talking about Torchlight and how the de- in the design of Torchlight it was very important to them that within like a minute of starting the game that you would kill a skeleton and get a cool sword yeah. and I was like alright that is a guy who likes the same things that I like um, so no it's not a specific question or specific thing. Starwood says, question about the clip art tome. The tome lets you summon several bombs. Many have a special feature that they will completely destroy particular types of monsters and damage others. But the bomb seems to just destroy any monster without any negative consequences. Is there something we're missing or doesn't it make all the others obsolete? Yeah, it totally does. It totally does and I kind of realized that in the midst of it, but I was like eh, uh, yeah, okay. These other bombs are just for flavor. Right. <laughs> like, you know, maybe we'll do something that, yeah, yeah I don't know. Because when the tome was a thing where you couldn't necessarily make everything on every summon, Mm -hmm. it was a little different. But in that one, anything that has a bomb in it would let you make the bomb instead of that bomb. And the bomb is just always better. So I probably should have made the bomb also blow up the monster's drops. Yeah. Right? And maybe I still could. People in this thread didn't even know that that wasn't the way that it worked. But... (laughs) Yeah. I mean Let's it just
0: it, pretend that it's always been that way. Yeah.
1: It it just it, you know, it it was a it was a poorly thought out thing and it was like one poorly thought out thing in the midst of a five hundred things that made up that item of the month and so I was like, you know what that's fine. Whatever. People people will look at this and think that I did not learn any lessons from anything ever. Uh, Corrupter of Souls says Feast of War is coming up soon means there'll be another round of attempts at one day softcore runs and at least one attempt at a two day hardcore. Do you feel that the game is ready for people to be able, under very specialized circumstances, to reach those day counts? Ah, fuck, I don't know. I mean, what does that mean for the game to be ready for people to do that? Was the game ready for one day ascensions in, in NS11? Like. Eh... If there's going to be a one-day softcore run, I would rather it be on some weird convergence of holidays than just be a thing that you could chain, certainly. Mm -hmm. Uh, On previous shows, he continues, uh, When you mentioned the Gygaxian Librum as a concept, you expressed a desire for it not to be ascension-relevant. Do you think you've succeeded? The multi-use for the D10, what's up with that? Seems to be that one function that might really be ascension-relevant. Um... That, what what is going to be in that box, I was afraid that nobody had found that. From the stuff that I was reading about when people were first talking about the thing, I was like, ah, did I fuck it up and make it so you couldn't use two of them? Um, I don't want that to be ascension relevant. Like, what I, what I my idea was that we would just make some items that are just parodies of D&D magic items, and then that's what... Sometimes you get meat, sometimes you get whatever. And if there was anything that was ascension relevant... You just wouldn't get it in Ronin or Hardcore. Yeah. Like, you would, there would be like, you hear the DM coughing and a different item falls out. So that, it, so that it would, it was clear that it was like stopping you from getting something that, that might be a useful item in a pull. Cause what I didn't want was like, all right, so I'm going to start my run, use the Libram. If I don't get 2D10, I'm going to drop to a casual, script a one day casual, start over. Right. And especially if there's like, I got a chance of getting two d ten and then the two d ten has a chance of giving me. unless what you're talking about is the stats, I don't think I don't think that's a thing. Um, but if it is, if it if it turns out to be, I have sort of no problem putting a diminishing return on that on a daily basis. Because yeah. um, it was my, you know the, I, I had been thinking about the dice Librim for a really long time. And the thing that always stopped me from saying like, all right, this is what I want to do this month is because I never really figured out a way to make it something that made sense hmm. as an item of the month. Like in terms of having utility across a lot of play styles, like it was always just to like, oh, this just would be fun and silly, yeah. you know? And so it was, but I didn't want it to be a grimoire because I didn't want it to just be like, Oh, you get your bag of dice for the day or whatever. Like I like it as a Libram because they're just these little minor consumables that don't really do a whole lot. Um, there's a few I think there's a few Easter eggs in there that haven't been discovered yet, and there's a few that haven't been coded yet, and so well, I we got some got some stuff to do. Any chance of a booze mixing familiar like the organ grinder in the future? I'm saving that for a month when we don't have any ideas. Mm. It's definitely a thing that I want to do is just booze equivalent of the organ grinder literally straight across. Um, so one of these one of these months when we don't want to do a whole bunch of work yeah. on the item of the month. Ah uh, let's see more people talking about more stuff amongst themselves in the thread uh, we got anything going on in the in the chat channel or in any of the other places um,
0: somebody is configuring active chat and I'm helping them do that
1: oh cool <laughs> Lightwolf says for the Spooky Raven quest book can't they just put a tiny animation sparkly or attention grabbing thing on that picture oh hey what's that when I mouse over it shows a clicky thingy oh wow look at that <sighs> I don't mean... I don't know I don't know, man. Live feedback, man. We should start broadcasting all of these shows.
0: Yeah. Every Monday we should... Yeah. I should come here.
1: Yeah. Let's see. Fumet says, Has anybody noticed that the pair of stomping boots looks like boobs with feet?
0: Whatever.
1: Yeah. Eyes are boobs. My boobs are down here. Just kidding. Those are my balls. My eyes are on my sunglasses. Bugger feature, says Linguini lad. When I use my box of familiar jacks with my flaming gravy fairy as my active familiar, all I got was a lead necklace. Yeah, because those guys don't actually have... In the familiar table, those guys don't have their uh, gear as a th- because the gear is meant to be a quest reward for redoing the quest on a subsequent ascension. Right. Riley 37 says, what if pickpocketing a filthworm's gland made them unable to do stench damage? I'm sure that would be a thing that people thought was funny, but would not be a, it would not be particularly easy to do. Then they would want us to make everything make sense. Like, oh, what if when you pickpocketed the skull from a skeleton, the skull disappeared off the picture, and then it, all of the things that said anything about its head didn't get displayed. And What if you, you like,
0: pickpocketed a golden ring from a golden ring, and you just won the fight? People were making jokes about that in the frat room at the LARP, that you can pickpocket the keg from the keg. Yeah. It's like, that's a different keg that it's carrying around. <laughs> In its pocket. Yeah. God, guys.
1: Oh, I forget that the LARP is anything other than the Wizards Laboratory. <laughs> we did a whole bunch of other content for that thing.
0: Right. All I know of the rest of it is just looking in and going, ooh, they have a cooler game than I do. <laughs> That's skee-ball game. Yeah, D- so Dave's, have...
1: Dave's Carnival is the best. I thought I liked the golf in the graveyard, but Riff was just like, fuck this golf. I hate this golf. He was like, we're like, why don't you like golf? He was like, I do like golf. This is why I don't like this shitty or sats golf game. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I like mini golf. I don't like shitty or sats mini golf. Is it? I think they replaced the shitty or sats mini golf with something else this time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I think part of that was because almost all of the props and gear for the games came from various 99 cent stores uh-huh. and and so it was like uh, okay so this is like a 99 cent kids plastic golf game <laughs> uh, Slinky McMahon says Way of the Fist makes Accordion Thief runs way more interesting thanks hey you're welcome uh, Vinovan says thanks for including the moon sign slash class mismatch warning in Valhalla it saved me from accidentally ascending into the wrong class yeah I'm glad that we actually got that Feature in before the revamp rolled, because that was a thing that I was like, "Fuck, I gotta probably do some kind of JavaScript bullshit or something in here." cd Moyer, do this. <laughs> I don't know how anything works. Um, more, also add more rainbows. Put rainbows. You've been seeing those rainbows?
0: Yeah, I've been seeing some yeah, rainbows. that shit
1: is. Ugh, man.
0: What are they for? I just fucking rainbows. For fun? How do they work? They're just. What the are they? same kind of fun that. Uh, Makes my name show up as Scully occasionally instead of Skullhead. Dude,
1: I don't know what that is, and I don't. I don't know if I believe C D Moyer when he says that he doesn't know what that is. But no, I he can... told me that oh. he, he had. He oh, did, really? Did I couldn't that, yeah. find. I could not find the code that did uh, it. I don't know. I like.
0: I was fine with it, except that it started breaking replies. If I was in Scully mode and somebody responded and I was had switched back to skullhead mode somehow, it would send it to another like older player whose name was Scully.
1: that's weird. that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like it would work that way. but who knows
0: uh, it seems like he made it stop <laughs> like that was a really funny joke that you pulled. Can you please make it stop now?
1: Riley o 37 says. Foot awareness, a new equipment slot usable only for items marked as footwear and one also cannot wear footwear as an accessory. No. no, no, no. I like the idea that you're just wearing shoes on your dick. Well, socks. You're wearing socks on your dick and then shoes on your sock. I think you could wear a shoe on your dick.
0: Um, erect, probably? Yeah. I don't think I could... Well, I guess you could tie it. Yeah, you could tie the laces Tie the laces, you know? tie the laces <laughs> around
1: your dong, yeah.
0: Uh, you could dangle shoes from your flaccid penis, and I suggest that you do.
1: Uh, Chiquita Mosquito says, hey, can you change f f fantastic when you finally get that adventure in the airship to f f fucking finally? <laughs> Thanks. Sure. Uh, Quentin Dude Zero says, do you play all types of music on Radio KOL? I don't play shit on Radio KOL anymore. Yeah. I've washed my hands of that shit. <laughs> Disavowed.
0: We play some music? Uh, uh, all I mean... It's weird for me to be watching radio chat and see songs that I hate come up and I want to like message the DJ, hey, um, please don't play shitty music on the radio station. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that would be an abuse yeah, and that of would power. Be, that would be, a, that'd be kind cool. of a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: uh, Linguini lad says, so since the Valhalla event is over, shouldn't there be a new message when summoning getting the Burning Man effect from the summoning chamber? Uh, yeah, probably. I kind of forgot about that. Uh, bugger feature. When I run away from the ancient insane monk in the haiku dungeon with my greatest American pants, I don't get the running away message. I got a haiku about trespassing when I eat my astro. Oh, okay. That is a continuation of a question. Um, dude, I don't, I don't, a lot of the stuff that I've implemented since I did that haiku changeover is just like, if you're not in haiku mode, display a message about what happened. Um, when I eat my astro hot dog, why doesn't it give me any advice? kind of edit the last advice hot dog
0: oh yeah you did that right before things started going
1: yeah i need to and i need to listen to the last video games hot dog so that i can make the list of dumb video game jokes so that i can post that too we're gonna be it's gonna be posted the day before we record the next one i don't even know man so could the con item for next year be a farting starfish please
0: it's gonna be a pencil that flies and shoots candy and lasers out of its ass
1: yeah Evangie Q says, Can you make the concoction of clumsiness usable on other players? That'd make for some fun times in the chats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Murphy Braun says, Have you considered offering the special KOLCon item at KOLCon for $20, but then offering it in Mr. Store for more like the cost of a golden Mr. A? You would have gotten $100 off Hubby and I alone had you done that. <sighs> no, I don't. I still don't want to sell the thing in Mr.
0: Store, because then it's not a con item. The... I think that the people who argue that we would sell more of them if they were in the store miss that once they're in the store there's no incentive to buy them in person. Right. And granted there are way more people who aren't in person than are, but I think part of the, you, know, you part of the reason you have people sending cash to buy them is that it's a con item. Yeah. And I don't think like say the 50 people who bought them Say say fifty people bought them by giving money to people to bring with them to the con. I'm not sure all those dudes would pony up for it if it was just another Mr. Store item, like an extra one for the month. Yeah, and
1: especially, and it's also like I don't want to be. Uh, I, do, I like I really enjoyed having the pressure off, to not have to have this be worth two Mr. A's like this was just able to be like a fun souvenir kind of thing you know and I think it's it definitely uh, there's as much stuff going on as in a lot of items of the month especially older ones but like not having to worry about it was super nice and I just like I don't know man I go back and listen to the radio shows from last year when I was justifying this then and remind me what I said because I don't remember what it was uh Let's see. ACM says, "Jick, I feel your pain about explaining things more in-depth than usual conversation norms. I write and for a long time edited a journal of haiku, and there are some very uh, structured conversations that you have to have about haiku, and which I am cyclically tired of having. Yes, I want to spread the better idea of haiku, and yet that takes energy. Sure, you'd like to have better social interactions and maybe even plug your game, but the gap between Madden and KOL is a lot like that between internet haiku and the literary form, and interesting to only a subset of listeners. I recommend coming up with two versions of your explanation, one that is jaunty, I had a crazy idea that actually amused more than my five friends, and I've been bumbling along ever since, and one that is more in-depth but not uh, but non-tiring. The jaunty one could even be vaguer than that to forestall further chat. Then you can pull out the, the appropriate answer, depending on how much you're enjoying the chat, have energy, and would like to succeed at chat. Right. Um. Yeah, that's the... I mean, I just have never been able to write the, like, one sentence that describes what I do in a way that's not going to... I, you know... I thought more about this. I don't like trapping people in a position where they are forced to ask questions that don't make any sense. Yeah. Right? And that is what I feel like I do when I tell people that I make video games. I'm like, they're going to ask me something that doesn't make any sense. And then I'm going to have to be like, well, it's not really like that kind of... You know, it's not that kind of thing. Eh, it's not... No, it's not like that either. Right. No, it's not like that either. Like, we were sitting at the craps table, and I, the only... Like, I... So the one of the dealers asked somebody at the table, like, so what's this? What's this game like that that you guys are that you guys are all here for? Is it something like Dungeons and Dragons? And the guy was like, no, no, not at all. And I was like, dude, y- y- yes, yes, it is. Like yeah. from where that guy's standing, yes, it is pretty much exactly like Dungeons and Dragons. Like and y- like, you and I know guy guy who is a KOL player that no, because it is not a pen and paper role playing game. Right. It's a video game and whatever. But like. All of the words that the guy used to describe KOL
0: were not words that the craps dealer guy knew what they meant, and it yeah. was like, ah, come on, you know, like, but you're good uh, enough at that that you could just say, like, yeah, it's kind of like that. Only you play it online, and a yeah, lot of can yeah, play it's, it's like, like a time. like a silly video game version of Dungeons and Dragons.
1: But like, it, it's to the to like as far as the layman knows, like, yeah, it's like they, but a lot of people probably think Dungeons and Dragons is a video game. Like, yeah, I, I'll bet that there are. Hundreds of thousands of people who, if you asked them what Dungeons & Dragons was, they would say it was a video game.
0: Or a cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, like, I guess I do fine with that question, because I'm not super concerned about painting an accurate picture in somebody's head. Sure, yeah. And so then you can do it a lot quicker. Just yeah. Like, it's a comedy website's kind of an interactive game where you read funny text and you... Gets to you like watch numbers get bigger, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, okay. Link Media Lad says, Would the meat bug monster still drop the infinite, uh, uh, insanely dense meat gem if you stomp on it with a pair of boots, or would the ribbon drop? Uh, you can't, uh, because ultra rare monsters are bosses, um, so you can't putty them and you can't, you can't pulverize them with the boots and stuff. Uh, just wanted to say, any of you guys would make great spades for the KOL wiki. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to help out with the things here that are left unspaded. (laughs) It doesn't count as spading if we just look (laughs) it up in the code. Uh, Roger Flint says, Who do I have to thank for the Ed the Undying fight content slash text? Because seriously, I look forward to that every run. Undying! That was all riff. Was it all riff? That
0: was all riff. You didn't write any of it? Nope. None of that part.
1: Neon Grey says, Holy shit, I remember Pillars of Pentagon. So do I. I Last year, I pulled it off my, like, I have all of my old Choose Your Own Adventure books and game books and stuff on a shelf at the office. Um, and I pulled that one out because I was like, I'm going to make a map of this. Like, I'm going to, like, you were thinking a lot about Choose Your Own Adventures, and I was like, I want to see what this one looked like. Like, what was the structure of this? Like, I was like, super vicious. Like, that shit huh. would just kill you around every corner. Like So it was like our Choose Your Own Adventure for this year. Yeah. <laughs> did the Choose Your Own Adventure this year kill you a lot?
0: Yeah, it super did.
1: Oh. I didn't, I don't think I ever actually played it. Uh, let's see. We got anything on the? We got anything on the twats? I didn't ask for any questions on the twats, Quotard. or really anywhere else.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't solicit. Well, ever. I think we weren't sure if we were going to record it or fail to record it, or I think we just we didn't have a show last weekend. We didn't tell anybody, which is a shame. I forgot to. Think, by the way, mention ain't happening.
1: Fred Levi says, How about a challenge path where you have to eat a vegan diet? Ironically, Feast of Boris would still rule in such a setting. How
0: about a challenge path where you can only eat vegans?
1: <laughs> How about a challenge path where you can only eat out hot vegan sorority sluts? Yeah.
0: You can bang on their o key. What? We were having a discussion in chat about banging on an o key. Uh huh. Or on some gnocchi. <laughs> on some, some vegan meat. gnocchi. 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 I forget that vegans aren't all insufferable pricks. Yeah. Like, I've met some nice ones now. Yeah. But for years, like, oh, you're a vegan? I don't want to talk to you at all.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, as a, when you find out that someone is vegan in a way other than them telling you is usually when you know that you've met one that's not <laughs> an insufferable prick. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, it just kind of... wasn't an argument, but it was a, it was a, it was a little uh, a disagreement with uh, Rachel over whether or mm-hmm. not vegans veganism was lame and i was you know i came down on the side of like no you know like it's uh, because she, her her point of view was that like well there's a lot of stuff that does not violate any of the principles that they're not trying to violate right like yeah. the like you don't eat eggs because you don't like the factory farming conditions of chickens and you don't think it's healthy to eat eggs from chickens that are like fed antibiotics and stuff. There is absolutely no reason not to eat the eggs from a chicken that you have raised yourself that just lives in a field and eats grubs and that you're not cruel to, but people still won't do it. And, and I just kind of came down on the side of like, if you want to, if you want some rules that stop you from doing things that you don't want to do it's okay if sometimes you follow those rules in the cases where they don't necessarily make sense because that's a way of having discipline and I'm you know to me it's all like I'm not I never lose my keys but it's not because I'm good at remembering where I put shit it's because I will not ever leave my keys anywhere that is not my pocket, no matter what. And, like, if I hand somebody my keys for a minute, I am just twitching until they hand them back. Like, and it doesn't necessarily make sense, and there's a lot of times where I do things that are dumb or more work than they should be, but, like, by following that rule, I never lose my keys, and so it's like, all right, I'm willing to accept the sacrifices of just having this, like, shorthand for the way that I live, the way that I eat, or whatever. You know. I I think
0: the egg thing is kind of an edge case. Uh, Because a lot of vegans won't eat meat because they don't want anything to have to die for them to eat. Right. So for that, like even a farm-raised chicken, you're not supposed to eat them. Sure, sure, sure. But 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 eggs, eggs and dairy, yeah. Yeah, For dairy, the whole like, you know, people aren't even supposed to have. You know, we're the only animal that continues to have dairy outside of childhood and.
1: Well, which is true, right? And I yeah. mean, it's and dairy causes a lot of health problems for a lot of people. But I fucking love cheese, Delicious and I'm not going to stop eating it. Like, you know, it's I easy. Think it's, it's
0: like the arguments that that Rachel was fomenting. Just it seemed like she had run afoul of a bunch of, a, a foul of, the, <laughs> uh, of somebody who was like lecturing her for eating the eggs from her chickens, right? And so that, it seemed kind of reactionary. Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's uh, let's hey, go eat well some done. fishes. I get to have sushi with you.
0: Sweet, nice. All right, we'll uh, we'll see you next week, y'alls. Gotta put that. uh, Wait, I have to put that over there. And uh, okay.